You've worked hard for your savings. It's time your savings starts working harder for you. With Millibank, you can do just that. When you open a savings account or JARS, you'll earn Millie's highly competitive annual percentage yield. But that's not all. Millie believes banking shouldn't cost you a thing. That's why Millie offers complete peace of mind with no fees, no minimums, and is member FDIC insured. It's all part of Millie's mission to help you save more for the things that matter most. So why wait? Download the Millie Bank app today. Are you ready to start living richer? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Live Richer podcast, hosted by Jamie Catmull, a podcast created for people to challenge and manage their ideas of wealth, culture, and money across the world, bringing you the best personal finance advice to make more, save more, and live richer. Now, here's your host, Jamie Catmull. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Live Richer podcast. Today, we are going to talk with Sinitra Horbrook about some of the best credit card point offers currently available. And then we're going to speak to Jason Sturrock to inform you about actions taking place in Congress that are threatening to take away your rewards points. Now let's talk to Sinitra about some of the best credit card point offers currently available. So Sinitra, how do we travel like we're a multimillionaire, stay in first class and getting the upgrades without having to pay that huge price? Well, the best way is definitely to sign up for new credit cards. A lot of the major popular travel rewards cards come with uh, big welcome bonuses. This can be up to 100,000, 150,000 points. And you can use these points to travel in an airline business class or stay at hotels that are upwards of $500 or $1,000 a night. Um, You just have to know how to uh, redeem those points. Generally, you get the best bang for your buck if if you have transferable points or you can transfer them to an airline or hotel program. So if you have like a Chase Sapphire card and you transfer your points over to Hyatt, you can get that great value from them. So when you travel, which card do you typically use? And if I was just starting out, like going out to get a credit card, which one would you suggest if I was wanting to get these perks? Yeah, I definitely use that Chase Sapphire Preferred card that I recommend. And there's also a Chase Sapphire Reserve. That's a more premium card that gets you a few more perks like lounge access. And that's really great for when you're traveling, like I get into those lounges at the airports and you can have uh, food and drinks and maybe a quiet place to work instead of sitting at the gate with everyone else. Um, so those are my per- my like top choices for cards. So do you just, all you have to do is get the credit card and you get that perk or do you have to spend a certain limit in order to get into the VIP lounges? Uh, no, that's actually a perk that comes with just having the card, you uh, get priority pass lounge access with the Chase Sapphire Reserve. So um, there's nothing, you just have to sign up on the priority pass site. They send you um, like a membership number and you can either use like the physical card that they give you, or you can download the app on your phone and use the, the membership card on your app. And that's all you need. You mentioned Hyatt. So what are some perks you can get from Hyatt using your credit card? Um, if you are just transferring points over from your Chase Sapphire card. You typically only would get perks if you have status with Hyatt. Now you can get a Hyatt credit card that comes with sort of the 
entry level, discover a status, but even that can be helpful to have because the, the hotels will generally recognize you as having status, especially international hotels, and they might give you an upgraded room. They may give you um, like late checkout. Uh, it just depends on your status level, but I would say even if you have the lowest tier status with Hyatt, you can sometimes expect at least an upgraded room, which may, it may not be a suite, but it may just be a higher floor or a nicer view. Um, so you can leverage that into perks. And it's all about definitely kind of what you ask for as well, either ahead of time, if you can reach out to the hotel if, or if they reach out to you and tell them you're celebrating a special occasion, um, then they may be more apt to give you perks and upgrades and that kind of thing. And it, just to be clear, that was with the Hyatt cre credit, their credit card or yes. is that, okay. That's the, the separate Hyatt credit card. If you just have a, like the first card I mentioned, the Chase Sapphire Reserve or the Chase Sapphire Preferred, if you have one of those, you're not, those don't give you status with any hotel programs. But if you have a co-branded hotel card, like the Hyatt card, that's where you would get status. Okay. So what about, um, you said flying. Is there anything that Prusen could do to get upgrades when flying or to get free flights? Um, as far as upgrades on your flights, not just from having a credit card, you typically have to, again, have status from the um, airline loyalty programs, which you don't necessarily get just from having the credit card. But the credit card perks are pretty good. A lot of times you get um, like free checked bags. You may get priority boarding. And then, of course, like I mentioned at the beginning about the welcome bonuses, these airline credit cards, they also come with really great um, welcome bonuses as well, where you just um, there's even some where uh, you may have to spend, I think, there's an American Airlines bonus, uh, the aviator card. You just make one purchase and then you get 60,000 miles and that's enough for an economy ticket to Europe. So um, there's a there's a lot of variety out there depending on what airline you are kind of loyal to or what's uh, easy for you to fly. So what was that again? So with American Airlines, if you get spend how much you could get that? You, you just have to make one purchase. There's no dollar oh. amount even. You just make a single purchase and you get 60,000 miles. Okay. I wanted to ask you this one. Since you're the credit cards expert, what is the best perk or what's the best thing you've ever gotten by using your credit card rewards points? Um, the best perk, I I guess my favorite perk from the premium cards is the lounge, the like airport lounge access. Um, it just kind of makes you feel sort of exclusive a little bit getting able to go into these lounges that even though a lot of people nowadays do have lounge access but you know you're not sitting at the gate you're you're away from some of the noise and um distractions at the gate and and then there's also the free food and drinks in the lounge and some lounges even have like massage chairs or actual Ooh. massage therapists that you can visit um so those kind of that's the perk I think that I enjoy the most. Is that with your Chase Sapphire card that you got that? Uh, yes, the Chase Sapphire Reserve with that priority pass lounge access. But also the Capital One Venture X card has priority pass access and um, the American Express Platinum card does too. So. Okay. And do you know which one's the best cashback rewards card right now? Uh, the best cashback card right now... 
Um, let me think about that a second. I know, I guess one pretty popular card for cash back is the city double cash. They were offering a welcome bonus recently, but they have ended that offer. So I don't believe there's a welcome bonus on it, but you do get, um, like 1% cash back when you um, purchase something and then 1% cash back when you pay your bill. So it's a 2% card essentially. And that's going to be probably the best as far as cash back goes is 2% generally. Um, if you don't want to have to worry about category bonus, if you just want a 2% on everything without worrying about, oh, this gets, you know, 5% on groceries or this gets 3% on gas, like without worrying about all those category type of things. That's the easiest one for the starter card, unless you're a real expert and you got like five in there, right? Yes. So I'm sure there are people that do. How many credit cards do you have? I currently have 34 credit cards. Actually. Oh my, I did not expect that. I thought you were going to say five. No. Did, you said 34. Did I get that correctly? Did yes, you say that? I did Okay. I probably had five, five my first year when I first started doing this. <laughs> so what's the so what's the reason you have so many? Um, the reason is just I keep opening them, and if they have and if they have perks or things that I'm using or benefits that I'm using, I tend to keep them. And also, it helps my credit history. Uh, the longer I keep a card, so you definitely always want to keep your oldest cards open if possible. And then some of the cards that do have annual fees, you can call the bank and, you know, see if there's anything they can do about the annual fee, if they can, um, you know, give you a statement credit or give you points for keeping the card. So I'll typically do that as well. And those kind of offers help me to, you know, keep the card after a year. Um, but I do actually close some every now and then. I So I don't have every card I've ever had. I close them occasionally. So at least you can say that you've used most of the cards. When you're writing about him, you can at least say you've probably used it. You yes. know, I mean, 34, that's a lot. Which one do you use the most? Or is there like your top five out of those 34? Um, well, my strategy is more that I'm usually using the card, the most recent card that I opened. So because typically those cards require you to spend, you know, $4,000, $5,000 in three months or four months. And so... I'm spending on that card for three months, meeting that bonus. And then three months later, I'm looking for my next card. That's kind of my strategy. So the card I'm using the most is the one that um, I'm working on a bonus requirement for. But I also use, you know, when I'm traveling or if I'm buying like travel purchases, I like to use the either my Capital One Venture X or my Chase Sapphire Reserve or not Reserve Preferred. Um, I like the Chase Sapphire Preferred, especially for travel, because it has um, travel protections and insurance benefits like trip delay and trip cancellation. So just in case anything goes wrong on my travels, which I've been fortunate to not have to use those insurance benefits so far, but I just like to know that I have them. So right now, what cards are you working? What cards are in your wallet right now? Um, that you I... want those bonuses that you're trying to get a bonus for? Yes, there's um, a Chase Inc. business. There's actually two business cards right now that have elevated bonuses, although I don't know when you're using this content to whether or not um, the bonuses will still be live at that point, but they have elevated um, their best offers ever. 
of 90,000 points. So I just recently got the Chase Inc. cash card and it is a business card, but a lot of people don't know that even you don't have to necessarily have an LLC or a corporation or anything to qualify for a business card. You can be a sole proprietor and things um, like you know, selling online, selling things online, doing any freelancing or consulting, those kind of things uh, can qualify you for a business card. So I do have a lot of personal and business cards for that reason. Um, so yes, that's one card that I'm spending on right now to get a bonus. And then another card is the uh, Alaska Airlines uh, business visa card. They recently had a bonus offer that was elevated. Um, it's no longer active as far as that bonus offer um, but what was the bonus? I was just it curious. 70,000 miles for um, spending $4,000 in three months. Oh, that now, I believe so the current crazy. bonus might be 50,000. So it's still, it's always a card that's worth getting. Um, it just so happened that at that time they had an elevated offer. So that's part of my strategy is to apply when um, the offers are elevated. And that's one thing that the points guy does track is like the best card offers and even like the history of the offer. So you can see like, is this a good offer? Was it ever higher in the past? So that's a good way to know if, if you don't know what's a good offer. Go and go to the points guy and you can see which one has the best offers right now. You guys yes. kind of track that. That's a good tip right there. So thank you, Sinitra, for coming on and telling us all these great ways that we can get perks. And now we know we can go over to the points guy and make sure we're always getting those best bonus offers. So I have one last question for you, and that is, what does live richer mean to you? Live richer to me means just to live like the best possible life you can, but still within your means, but just live living the best life that you can create for yourself. Well, I think you're exactly right on that is trying to create the best life you can for yourself, no matter where you are financially or physically, trying to create that and enjoying life to the fullest. Now let's speak to Jason to inform us about the actions taking place in Congress that are threatening to take away our rewards points. Jason, I'm so glad you're here with me today. Um, why is this happening and how did this happen? I mean, why are they wanting to take away our rewards points? Well, uh, Jamie, it's an honor to be with you and, and to be able to talk with you with your audience. Obviously, um, this is kind of the next extension of what uh, Senator Durbin from Illinois has been working on to change the, the payment system and the uh, interchange incentive for banks and credit unions, uh, you know, to offer credit cards and uh, as part of, as part of the rewards program. You can go back to 2010. Uh, when Senator Durbin then offered an amendment uh, as part of uh, legislation that passed that changed the interchange fees on debit cards, uh, and from which we have seen a uh, you know pretty disastrous effects for many consumers across this country in terms of uh, loss of rewards on debit cards. If you can find a debit card that has a rewards program nowadays, uh, I, I, I would you would probably win a prize. Uh, you saw the loss of free checking for many for many accounts across this country, uh, and that's what's going to be the net. Uh, that's what's going to happen uh, if the legislation uh, that has been proposed by both Senator Durbin and Senator Marshall from Kansas uh, goes into impact, uh, goes into effect. Uh, the changes that they will make on the interchange program uh, will raise the costs of uh, of credit cards. 
uh, to the point where many programs, many rewards programs, or many of the incentives that uh, that uh, we as consumers have come to rely upon uh, will go away because it will not be uh, advantageous or to to offer those uh, programs for uh, customers. So right now we have lots of people using cashback rewards points to fight inflation and to help with the rising costs from food to gas. We're using those reward points to soften the blow that's happening right now with our, within our economy. Also, Jason, what I don't understand is this isn't just a Republican thing or a Democrat thing. It's both sides are trying to pass this bill. So what I'm wanting to know is do you think it's because big retailers line the pockets of some of these senators and they're working for them instead of us as consumers? I think it's incredibly powerful when you have hundreds upon hundreds of small business people uh, who have become convinced uh, that uh, the problems that they have faced do, uh, throughout COVID and the shutdowns and the changing economy uh, is because of that uh, minuscule interchange fee that is charged uh, for when you or I go in and purchase a tank of gas or you know go shopping, the major beneficiaries of this piece of legislation is going to be the big box retailers and Amazon and others who are going to get we'll call it for lack of a better term you know billions in dollars in a tax cut uh, you know when these interchange fees uh, are changed and lowered uh, through this piece of federal legislation. Uh, it is the choosing of big box retailers over the individual consumers across this country. So what can we do to fight this? I, I really had never even heard about this till it was brought up to me by a, actually a coworker of mine who told me this was happening. I said, no way, this cannot be possible that they're going to take away rewards points. I mean, I, so many people fly around the country for free. I mean, brands even use reward points to get people to use their credit cards. So I'm confused why this would be happening. I, I think that the most important thing that uh, your listeners can do is to make their voice heard. Call their member of Congress, call their U.S. Senator and say that you are opposed to this piece of legislation, um, that they need to hear from you because they are hearing daily uh, from retailers, from Target to Walmart to Amazon, Home Depot, uh, et cetera, uh, pushing for this piece of legislation. They need to hear from the individual constituent, voter, consumer, uh, that they don't want the rewards program touched. They do not want changes made to the interchange system because we have one of the best, most secure, safe, uh, accepted, uh, you know, uh, credit card payment pro uh, program in, in, around, around the globe. And this piece of legislation would be a direct threat to that. So call, email, um, send a letter. Uh, you know, if you even got a fax machine, I still know a few offices up there on Capitol Hill that accept them. Uh, and make sure that they're hearing from you because that is the way that uh, this legislation will be stopped. So, when are they going to be voting on this piece of legislation? There is there is no set time to vote. Uh, we're coming up near the end of Congress. Uh, what they're trying to do is there may be one or two pieces of legislation that pass Congress. Uh, before the end of the year, uh, and they will be very large, massive bills that have uh, thousands of pages of text where this language may get inserted. Uh, so uh, we need to, and, and a lot of times what happens, uh, I've been up on Capitol Hill, I've worked there for a long time. Uh, you, 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 at 3 a.m. in the morning, they finish the bill and they give it to you at 6 a.m. and you're voting on it at noon. And you do not have time to ensure that you've read every page and understand every, every impact. So uh, 
that's why offices need to hear now uh, very loudly uh, and vocally from uh, from your audience and, uh, and and others that this is that they do not want uh, the Marshall Durbin uh, credit card interchange legislation included in any legislation that is passed this year in Congress. The fact that you said it just would kind of it's like sliding in there. That really scares me, Jason. I can't believe that that would be something that could happen. And the fact that people are so, us as consumers are even unaware that this is happening right now on Capitol Hill. No, I mean, what do we do? That, that's what's so great about your program is, is reaching out to new audiences and new people uh, and, 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 and sounding that alarm that if you like your rewards program, if you like your credit card that you have right now, uh, then you need to call every uh, your congressman, your two U.S. senators, and say, "Do not make any changes. Just hands off my rewards. Do not touch this program." Because uh, if they don't hear from you, they they are hearing from the lobbyists for the retailers. I can promise you that. So, do we have any lobbyists fighting for us right now against well, this bill? Uh, I was. There are lots of. I'm incredibly proud of the team here at CUNA. Uh, we've been at the uh, uh, the tip of the spear in, uh, uh, on this fight uh, since the bill was introduced this summer. Uh, we've made our voice heard uh, very loud, loudly on behalf of our 130 million members across this country. Uh, but this is where there is uniform agreement from the banks and the credit unions, be they large, be they small, be they whatever size is that uh, we are opposed to this piece of legislation. And we are up there uh, on a daily basis uh, talking to staff, talking to members. Uh, you know, educating them, encourage them not to support this legislation. Uh, but the, we need to, we need, we need their constituents. We need your audience to call, uh, these offices and say, hands off my rewards, uh, and do not pass or support the Marshall Durbin, uh, legislation. Is there a hashtag? Is there something on social that we can do to promote to say, hey, I'm not interested in this, that we can make this go viral, Jason? Is there anything we can do? You know, one that's been great is hands off my rewards, hashtag hands off my rewards. Uh, but a lot of it is, uh, you know, if you, if you don't want to, you know, make a phone call or send an email, uh, every single member of Congress uh, has, a, has a Twitter account uh, and just do at them and uh, ask them to oppose uh, the Marshall Durbin uh, uh, interchange bill. So are there I just want to make sure on this that so they basically think that they're helping out they're trying to say they're helping out small business owners is that what they're trying is that kind of why they're doing it instead of the reality the people that are it's really going to help out is the people who are doing millions of transactions so more of the big box retailers than the average small business owner No you, Jamie you've hit it correctly that is one of the arguments that that uh Small businesses are struggling uh, because of interchange fees, and, and, and uh, that, min, that that small amount is, is not the reason that some retailers are, are facing problems. Um, and and you're you are 100 correct in terms of uh, that this is more for this will be a uh, giveaway uh, to big box retailers, and that's not just a, a, a fanciful argument. You know, you can go from the GAO. Uh, to the Federal Reserve of Richmond study, to I believe George Mason also did a study. When they analyzed what happened after the interchange was changed for debit cards, there were a lot of promises made that prices would go down, savings would be passed along to the customers, uh, that there would not be uh, enormous savings passed along to the big retailers. And all those things happened. There was not a reduction in costs. Most of the money went to the large retailers. Um, and small business 
did not get the did not get the anticipated uh, you know benefits the, that they were promised when debit card interchange rates were uh, you know directly controlled uh, by uh, by Congress in 2010. So I have to wonder if either one of those senators who brought this bill forward, both the Democrat and Republican, looked at those studies before they decided to bring um, this bill forward. Well, I don't know if they did or not. We're making sure that the other 98 uh, in the Senate and, the, you know, the 435 in the House or the there are two members of the House that introduced the bill. So the 433 uh, have re- are receiving copies of that, uh, you know, directly from their local credit unions and their credit union members uh, talking about uh, uh, empirically why this is a failed solution uh, to a problem that's not there. You know, I'm a small business owner myself. Uh, my husband and I own a franchise and different things. And I really don't notice it that much. This is from a business owner. I never even pay attention to it when it comes through. So I, that's why I have to wonder who's really bringing this forward as a small business owner. And remember, I have tons of family members who own small business as well. And we've never even talked about it, really. <laughs> so it's, it was just kind of a given. You f- kind of figure in when you're pricing things a lot of the times nowadays. Yeah. And Jamie, you know, I come from a, a family of small retailers as well, and it, it was never a discussion with my father or my mother or my, my brother or my sister as they're, they're running the family businesses back home that, you know, interchange fees, you know, it, it, it were one of the major concerns as, as they were planning for the next year. Um, you know, it is, it, 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 it obviously is something that, 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 that we should, that, that every small business needs to uh, ensure that they're looking and monitoring. Uh, but uh, this one size government mandated solution uh, is not the answer. I 100% agree with you. I would be very upset if I lost my companion pass that I get from my Southwest Rewards card and my Costco big check I get every year from Costco because it's cashback rewards points that I'm getting there. And I know tons of content we write, tons of people I've had. I think almost every expert who's come on here on how to save money talks about using some specific credit card or doing some type of hack with their credit card to save money and to fight inflation. And I would you'd be see a lot of people really upset. And that's why I have you here so that we can get the word out and we can stop this from happening. Like you say, hands off my rewards. That's what I'm telling them right now. And I'm going to go online and tell them. And I am asking each and every one of you to do the same, to go and write your senator, your congressman, and tell them not to pass this bail. It's not going to help you as a consumer. It's really only going to help the big box retailers who are already making millions and millions of dollars off of all of us. So again, remember, Hands Off My Rewards, and you can go to handsoffmyrewards.com to find out more information there. Jason, is there anything else you'd like to say? No, just, uh, you know, thank you uh, for uh, offering this platform uh, and just strongly encourage every one of your listeners that one person's voice can make a difference. And, you know, when you add yours to your friends and your neighbors and the thousands of others that are proud supporters and active users of their credit cards and their and their rewards program, whether it is to combat inflation or, you know, to save up miles to fly home for Christmas to see your grandmother or grandfather, um, make your voice heard. Call Congress. Call your senators. Make sure that they know that uh, that you don't support uh, the Marshall-Durbin uh, interchange uh, legislation. So just want to make sure it's the Marshall Durbin 
It's a credit card competition act, the CCCA, uh, but uh, it's it's led by uh, Senator Durbin from Illinois on the Democrat side and Senator Marshall from Kansas on the Republican side. So, all righty, we got this. We're going to make it happen, you guys. We're going to stop it. We are not going to allow them to take our rewards. And real quick, Jason, I always ask everybody this one question, mm-hmm. and that is, what does live richer mean to you? For me, it means more than just financial. Live richer uh, is, a, is a way or uh, uh, that you should savor every moment uh, as if it's your last. You should uh, you know, drink the marrow of life, for lack of a better term. I think I heard that in a movie when I was growing up. <laughs> Uh, and, 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 and to do that and that, uh, uh, work hard, uh, enjoy your family, take care of your friends, uh, and you'll have an incredibly live, uh, rich life, uh, that you will have lived. Thank you so much for that, Jason. And I just want to remind everyone to live richer and please, please, please go out and tell your congressman, hands off your rewards. And let's all make sure this doesn't pass. Thanks again, Jason. And thank you, everyone. And remember, live richer. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Before you go, we'd love for you to subscribe to our show to catch all of our updates. Also, we want to hear from you. What are your burning questions about money and how to live your best life? Reach us at livericherpod at gobankingrates.com. You've worked hard for your savings. It's time your savings starts working harder for you. With MilliBank, you can do just that. When you open a savings account or jars, you'll earn Millie's highly competitive annual percentage yield. But that's not all. Millie believes banking shouldn't cost you a thing. That's why Millie offers complete peace of mind with no fees, no minimums, and is member FDIC insured. It's all part of Millie's mission to help you save more for the things that matter most. So why wait? Download the Millie Bank app today.